What is up, my lovely, lovely, lovely fighting game enthusiasts? Welcome to FGC Cast. I am your gratuitous host, as always. Please tip 20%, and you will see your secondary fantastic food runner, Yahozi. How you doing today here, Don? I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, tip me 25% because I'm the best server ever. Yeah. Uh, happy to be here. How's it going? It's going uh, pretty horribly. There is a yes. family of wasps that have decided to nest outside of my window. And uh, every single second I record this podcast, my life is in peril danger. But how, yeah, how you, is life going for you? Well, uh, you have wasps uh, fiending outside your window. Weirdly enough, I always do. They just haven't really bothered me yet. Um, I have COVID. I have had, have, 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 slash had COVID. Uh, so uh, me and my wife, we caught COVID from um, actually a, a, a Project L influencer event, which we can probably talk about later on in the, in the series. We will be talking about later on will, in the series. Will, yeah, but I got, I got COVID from it, which sucks. I... Uh, you know, I avoid it for three years and then I go to LA for one weekend and then that's it. That's the end of it. That's literally after. how COVID works. COVID's like, hey, what's up? You got a thing you want to be around right now? Too bad. Yeah. Too bad COVID is, is all about seething and like the underbelly of America, right? And when we talk about the underbelly and the worst parts of America, I'm particularly talking about LA uh the the worst city i've ever been to in my entire life every time i go there something bad happens i actually and, i'm so happy you brought that up i was i yeah. was flown out to la for a photo shoot and to mm -hmm. do some promo stuff for uh a project that i'm still working on and can't publicly talk about but sure. when i was out there filming for that it was crazy because I was like, I hate every single second of it. it just feels like the antithesis of everything I've hated about oh, conglomerates God. and corporations and the wealth disparity. And it's like, I hate yeah. LA, dude. LA cars. Like who here loves cars? Like I sure do. Uh, LA is just a nightmare for everyone. It, even if you're rich, LA is a nightmare. I, you know, I want to stress the further I got from downtown LA, the better time I had. I feel like sure. when I say, and I want to stress this because it was like everyone in California was getting pissed at me because I said, I hate California. I hate LA. They're like, why do you hate yeah. California, Sharpie? And I was like, because the personification of, of California is Hollywood and LA. Yeah. And everyone, and like the personification of that is just corporations, which people hate because people are not corporations but co corporations pretend to be people you know yeah it's either like la which is like a combination of skid row people down on their luck and also like hollywood megalomaniacs uh two opposite ends of the drug problem or california is silicon valley uh which is an equally uh obnoxious part of california culture and even i you know i lived in oakland for a long time and i actually really like oakland but like yeah like la in particular like every time i go down there i'm like this sucks like they you have to their airport is so bad sharpie their airport is the worst airport you have to go up an escalator to get to security like there there's a security guard like 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 so the line I mean, you've been to LA, LAX, of course right? Like, I have. I had to pay twenty nine dollars to take an Uber seventeen minutes yeah. away to my yep. hotel. Uh, it was horrible. Did, 
Did you see? Did you have to wait at the security to get up the escalator? It was actually the... fifty four dollars. I'm sorry. Did I say twenty five? I it was yeah. double that. And they were trying to get me at seventy five dollars just to go twenty minutes. I was like, I'm about to walk oh, down yeah. this freeway. How dare they? Oh yeah, LA <laughs> LA is a nightmare. LA LA Ubers suck. They suck so bad. And you have to like take like a bus that oh. like does, shows up once every thirty minutes to, to get to like go the... take the Uber. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh no, like eighty dollars. Oh. Yeah, no. oh, but no. the, they have—they literally have a security guard waiting at the bottom of an escalator, yeah. and the line is like partially on the escalator. So you have to like sit and wait for a security guard to wave you up the escalator to go, and then you enter like a spiral line to get the security. I'm like, what is this airport? This yeah. airport's awful. Yeah. Uh, and then I caught COVID there. So LA is a garbage town. And I hate LA and downtown LA. Downtown LA, everybody. California no, hate, locals, please don't come to us. No, you can come to me. I hate all of LA. Your t- your city sucks. I'm sorry. Like, what? Like, oh yeah, I want to live in the suburbs where it takes equally long to get everywhere in rush hour. And like, like yeah, this is where like the the B list like Hollywood is. I, I I I'm sorry. I don't like LA. If you're in the suburbs of LA, uh, no hate to you. Uh, but I like NorCal a lot better. And there's a reason I live in Seattle now. Wait, I there's just want to say, for the now. record, it makes sense to me, Don, that we are like this now. And I can yeah. say like this because my parents are actually from Palo Alto, California. Oh, okay. So I know everyone always seems to think that for some whatever reason, I live on the West Coast. I don't. My parents, yeah. my mother is just super duper Cali. Like, I've, I've been taking trips back to California. That's one of the reasons I'm so disillusioned with, like, the whole, you have to live out in California to live an influencer, sure. creator life. is because it's like, no you don't like when people get a choice about like moving away from california they do like they always do you have to live in a tiny room in la with seven seven thousand dollars a month to live with 14 other people you don't know (laughs) yeah but the burritos are great you know like whoa like oh my god like authentic international food and it's like bitch i can have international authentic (sighs) food anywhere else in the world and it will cost me six dollars dude la food is goaded but you have to be so sad while eating it because you're in LA. Like, it's not worth it. That's it's exactly not worth it. That's, how my, that's exactly how my LA and Hollywood trip went, by the way. I was yeah. so sad the first two days. I was like, I hate it here. And then Zed, you know, Zed Tabani, he took me out and he sure. was like, hey, yo, come eat here. And I was like, oh, this is nice. I like this. And I'm yeah. kind of, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, you know, raining. So I had a great time. But outside sure. of the conversation of California, I want to address yeah, yeah, yeah. the very obvious multicultural in living color elephant inside of the room which is the fact that we are here using our video our actual cameras because we have decided to no longer evade the fbi we've decided that even if we're going to be on the most wanted list they can come find us okay you hear me you hear me uncle sam i ain't running from you no more we're right here inside of this very 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 public green screen room i am i will always be running from uncle sam (laughs) he can come get me (laughs) Speaking of running away from Uncle Sam, Grand Blue versus has a brand new character in the yeah. game. Don, do you want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about Spectre, whose gameplay was technically available during our very last cast, but is now currently available to play right now? Oh, we're talking about. Oh, DNF Duel. DNF Duel. DNF Duel. Uh, yeah, when I say Grand sorry. Blue verse, I said Grand, Grand Blue. That listen, and, there's a lot of news. Yeah, yeah, it's we fine. got a yeah, lot of so... news. Let's start. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with some Grand Blue. 
actual news first that's i think the most relevant part of everything that we're doing right now right so let's yeah, talk yeah. With, let's talk about grand blue and then we'll get over to dnf duel yeah so uh the grand blue versus rising uh the beta is ongoing right now i think the closed beta was going on uh the 26th and the 27th so now it's it's going on until july 5th which is really cool um actually why did it say from july? oh the registration period yeah, yeah yeah so the open beta is actually closing today today's the july 30th so by the time you read the you uh, listen to this it'll be over yeah um but yeah you can play all the characters that are in it as of right now i believe it's the cast of grand blue uh versus versus plus siegfried uh there's like two other characters that are announced maybe three other characters that aren't available uh, but the big thing is all like the gameplay changes so um they have a new throw system they have guard breaks they have like an entirely new auto combo system like every character has new auto combos they did the same thing with persona like when that came out like mm -hmm. they have entirely new auto combos um from what i understand like people are 50 50 on the changes like uh the game is absolutely gorgeous like they put like the particle effects and Grand Blue Versus was already an incredibly beautiful game. Very true. Right? Very true. And they pumped it up a lot with the particle effects. Um, and it looks gorgeous. Like it's it's the most gorgeous looking game out there right now. I'm, it looks better than Strive by a lot, honestly. I haven't it's I didn't have a chance to play any of it, and I know you've also been very busy in general. Um, so mm -hmm. I guess my thoughts are you're saying it's very well received. Is there anything that you're excited to see after this? after this beta is concluded, do you think that there we're going to get anything kind of nice here um i from what i've heard from others um people really hate the grab changes mm. in grand blue versus rising uh so they are you familiar with blaze blues purple throws by chance not really is it anything like a purple burst inside of strive or the guilty gear franchise no so uh the way that purple throws work is if you are if you do a throw raw right and you throw someone uh -huh. you have about i believe in blaze blue 15 frames to check maybe it's 13 oh. and it's called a, it's called a green throw okay. right which is a pretty average window if you're comboing someone and you throw them you have 37 to 44 frames to check i forget i think it changes based on ground or air okay so grand blue versus um from my understanding when you grab someone in that game you have like a purple throw window tech to actually tech the throw it's like 30 something frames to tech and in the original version the later you tech you took damage and you got minus frames which is still true but now the tech window is so unbelievably large that like you literally can't throw people to death you have to guard break them if you want to like open up their defenses so people are like i don't know if they like that it's just different of a vast difference than probably before yeah okay it's it's really different and like it does in sound game, like meta changing that yeah like in what in what game is like the throw window that big so people one. are really a good one just let me tell you right now don as yeah, someone who one? hates grapplers i am totally behind this grand blue versus change i hate throw loops okay all right well then we're all we're all for it what about the uh did you see what was going on with simple controls no grand blue versus no they're adding simple uh, controls now so they are, they always had simple controls, but now um, before the way it worked is that if you did the technical input, so like let's say you did a DP motion and you pressed H, 
right? Uh, you would get 20% more damage than if you just pressed down and, and S in special to get the special move. Oh. So they, they had it where if you did technical inputs, you did more damage. Oh. Uh, they made the, they, they put them at parity. So now the simple controls or, or in the technical, technical controls do the exact same thing. Yeah. Capcom, um, Capcom game developers are currently inside the chat right now watching, dude. <laughs> yeah. They're watching just, just rubbing their hand like modern mode. Modern mode. Huh? Modern Can't mode was be, sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna press down and S to do a special move. Uh, Zangief which is funny players are like foaming at the mouth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> One button command grabs all up in grand blue. So you know, uh, uh, people that's are, are yeah, people are like unsure. People like the old balance of how it worked because like you would choose to do simple sometimes mm -hmm. and you would choose to do the technical input other times. But now, why would you ever do the technical input? It, it, people are, are a little bit unsure of the changes. But I mean, like, is the decision that the, the developers are making, right? Like, we have yet to see how like the meta develops. Mm -hmm. I, I know in general, the sentiment around it has been negative in terms of that change in particular, but people in general like the rest of the changes. Like they added more systems nice. and more systems after a game has been out since 2018, uh, it's been like five years now, yeah. uh, is never a bad thing. And, you know, I'm in the PNW, and PNW plays Grand Blue a lot, a lot. PNW like, it's like, is like, for most people that don't know, just, I, I know, I understand that term. I just want to say for some of our first-time sure. viewers and new anime FGC uh, listeners, PNW stands for Pacific Northwest and encompasses yep. uh, a lot of, I would say, southeastern Canada, Oregon, Washington, you're talking about yep. uh, really anything above california for the most part on the the west coast yeah and yeah. that entire chunk is very very well known for a lot of powerful specifically anime 2d fighting game players yeah. growing up you have things like um what is it northwest regionals is the really big major up there i'm sure there are a lot of very well-known locals as well that you could probably notice yep. but uh obviously seattle is a part of pnw yeah, yeah. So Seattle's a part of PNW, and PNW is very good at Grand Blue. Mm -hmm. uh, PNW is the strongest U.S. Grand Blue re region. Um, some for some reason, like everyone here plays Grand Blue, and I don't know why. I don't know how that happens, but like you go to a local, and like the big game is Grand Blue. I like, love how you're not complaining about it. You're like, this is a this no. Is a good it's thing. cool. Yeah, it's cool. I I like it. Like I'm I'm glad that somewhere is enjoying this game, even though it didn't have rollback until now. It's and hard, is especially because I know yeah. you're from like you know the southeast, right? Florida, Tampa scene around there, right? From yeah, that's where I started in the fighting game scene, at least. So yeah, it's I'm like originally it's Buffalo, vastly but. different because I know I live on the East Coast, and most of East Coast, even though like we love our anime fighters, like. New York kind of yeah. dominates. And so isn't it yeah. it's probably really nice being inside of a region where a game like Grand Blue that may not have been as strong coming out, especially due to the pandemic, is now like at a resurgence and you're in a region with some of the strongest players in the continental yeah. United States. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And it's it's fun to watch Grand Blue. I, I enjoy watching Grand Blue more than I like watching Strive. So it's it's good that like it's popular here and people are enjoying it. So yeah, I mean Grand Blue versus Rising, I'm glad the game's getting it. It's finally getting rollback netcode. That's awesome. Like the game needs it. And uh wishing the best for Grand Blue because that game is sick. God like I think the game's good. Yo, yeah. uh speaking of some of the new changes that has happened, especially side of anime fighting games, let's go on over to DNF Duel. Spectre yep. was a character that we have been talking about. Uh they said they were gonna release it in I think like I'm, a year. Yeah, for a <laughs> while. And I know DNF Duel has gotten some flack, especially from you, Don, about not yeah. coming out with DLC. Uh now that you've had a little bit of time to dissect to so look at some of the public opinion 
around uh, this new character, Spectre. Why don't we go ahead and take a look at her? Yeah, uh, she's cool. <laughs> I'll give her that. Uh, she's cool. Like, I think that she's a neat character. Um, DNF Duel added, like, a defensive mechanic that I'm honestly... It, it doesn't deliver everything that I wanted. Um, full disclosure, because of Product L, I haven't had a chance to play DNF Duel like I should. Um, like, I got asked to, like, commentate DNF Duel at EVO, and I'm like, I can't, because yeah. I literally don't know the mechanics well enough anymore since the patch. Um, it's something I'm going to dig into soon, but, like, Spectre's cool. She's a baddie. I like her a lot. Uh, the game seems in a better spot. They pumped everything up uh, to, like, 11. Mm. And a new defensive mechanic, like, even though it's not great, it's not instant block, mm. which is what I think most DNF Duel players want. Uh, it's something. And honestly, at this point, do you know dual players were starving like we'll we're, we're okay with table scraps it'd be and like that's that sometimes you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. when that's all you have like especially I, i'm not going to talk about Skullgirls because Skullgirls is even so pretty right now we got marie coming out and yeah. stuff we're we're hype like we always be living you know what i mean sure. but yeah. we are gonna blast through some brand new news that unfortunately we did want to talk about last week just didn't unfortunately have the time to talk about it uh mm -hmm. there was some new changes inside of the fgc specifically the clg9 fgc GC. CLG has actually announced that they are now entering the fighting game space by bringing in two new players, specifically UU and Cuddlecore are now officially the very first fighting game community members introduced inside of Cloud9, which is considered a, I believe it's like a tier one esports organization. Yep. UU is a Tekken 8 uh, Japanese fighting game player. Uh, you can see her here uh, showcasing with another Tekken 8 uh, Japanese player here and Cuddlecore literally needs absolutely no introduction whatsoever. Cuddlecore is very well known inside of the traditional fighting game community for participating inside of events like uh, Texas Showdown. Uh, obviously, she just won Defend the North. Um, and I feel like there's been a lot of talk specifically around Cuddlecore in general. So it's really, really nice to see both her and I would say uh, a lesser known person uh internationally uh inside of this new scene especially with the new like i would say announcement of like tekken 8 coming out which yep. that's hype dude I, I i unfortunately didn't haven't had a chance to play tekken 8 i did get a code but i haven't had a chance to play it because the wasps have literally been challenging me to enter that room and try to play something so i'm just i'm not in a place where i can play it but i will say for the record I'm really excited to see the future for both of these two players because Cuddlecore is just one of those people where you want to see her succeed. Yeah. You know, I, I do want to see her succeed. I've always been a fan of Cuddlecore and like wishing her all the best, you know, and, and you, you, she's not someone I'm as familiar with, mm -hmm. but like CLG obviously took the plunge on her and she seems very well respected inside the Tekken scene. So good stuff to her. Uh, congratulations uh, did, to both of those players. They're they're awesome, uh, dude. And this video did is I ever pretty tell hype. You the, uh, did I ever tell you the, t the first time I met Cuddlecore? The only time I met Cuddlecore? No, what was that like? Uh, so I was in a... I think it was Evo 2022. Mm -hmm. And I was going back to my room a little drunk. I'm not going to lie. And I see her walking by with Scar. Yeah, walking by with Scar. And I'm like, I just yell, hey, Cuddlecore. And she's like, what? Who's that? And I'm like, it's your hosey. Hi. She goes, oh, hi. And then I close the door because <laughs> I'm going to my room to pass the hell out. The last time I saw That's her like, was Combo Breaker, and I literally yeah. broke down crying. And she's like, why are you crying? What happened? 
I was like, no, I'm just, I'm so happy for what you represent and what you've been able to accomplish. Because the last time I saw her was Evo. That's that's a much sweeter story than mine, which is... I, I I don't usually like get sentimental or cry, sure. but it's like there are two people that when I see them every single time, I feel like our scene is growing immensely. And those two people yeah. are Saki Sakura and Cuddlecore because they have nice. been putting work in this entire quarantine. They were in completely different places at the start of quarantine. And yeah, by the, now they that really we're coming were. out of quarantine, you can see the way that they've elevated both themselves and their community while yeah. still being really good representations of like the fighting game community, really positive representation, you know? And like, yeah. that's something that I don't feel is necessarily I don't feel like that is necessarily broadcasted in other avenues of the fighting game community, you know? So it's all, no, I'm always happy when I see Cuddlecore like getting her flowers or whenever I see Saki like doing the <laughs> thing. I'm like, go off. Those are two yeah, people, especially with like Tekken 8 and Mortal Kombat 1 coming out to be really on the lookout for this yeah. next year. I'm big into uplifting women in the FGC. Mm-hmm. I may be a hater in a lot of ways, but I am not a hater when it comes to people, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I may, I may, I may hate where you live, but I don't hate you. You know, you know? speaking like, of hating and being yeah, just a general yes, overarching yes, hater, hating. I, <laughs> I wanted to go ahead and talk about something that I absolutely hate right now, which is Rashid inside of Tekken or inside of Street Fighter Six. I hate this character. I dislike this character immensely. I am a Lily main. We discussed Good. this last episode, didn't we? We talked about that. Uh, I just mm-hmm. what I don't understand is why this character you is allowed to exist. Player. Why is this character allowed to have every single projectile currently playable inside of Street Fighter Six? Has every single win projectile known to God, and is just a better yep. version of Lily with no command grabs. Like yep. I, uh, Rashid has <sighs> problems. Uh, Rashid is a problematic character in a lot of ways, yeah. right? Like he's an influencer for one. That's he a is good an influencer. reason to hate him. Yeah, that's yeah. So you know he has he's problematic, right? In multiple ways, like he's playing Among Us or I don't know, canceled on Twitch. No, that's exactly what he is. Yeah, times. Yeah, he's canceled. Rashid. Look at him doing all of this for a stream. You're gonna tell me that he's not? He's not like I don't know. He he looks like <laughs> he looks like Tyler One. Yeah, he probably has like a U a UP page or something. You know. Probably, like, yeah. He has a Patreon. He has I like an OnlyFans where he posts yeah. pictures of his toes after walking in the sand and stuff, dude. Yeah, the toe, toe feet Rashid. <laughs> feet picture Rashid. Uh, no, it, Rashid is like legitimately a problem, yeah. right? Because uh, he came out, what, like earlier this week, right? Yeah, I, I believe and... he came out like at this week now, at this point now, like a week and a half ago or so. Something like that, yeah. And and he's legal at Evo, uh, which people are really upset about because, like, it's a really dramatic change to happen right before the biggest tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're kind of regretting, I think, releasing Rashid and making him legal because he's a pretty buggy character, actually. Uh, like, he has a glitch where if he does, I think it's Super 2, and he walks at the opponent yeah. in a very specific way, they're, exactly. like, trapped in block stun forever. So the exact, uh, the, exact <laughs> the exact link that has now since been patched out uh, at the okay. time of filming this podcast was that originally Rashid could do his level two super, uh, speed it up with one of his projectile wins. And then as mm-hmm. long as Rashid walks up and is walking towards the opponent inside the tornado, that tornado will last on the screen. Yeah, which is really silly. And I'm glad they patched it, but like, what, that's just think why about you don't... what else is inside the game. That's exactly why you don't make a new character legal. Yeah. 
I know of some things people have told me of things that they have found that they're not showing before Evo because they don't want the tech to get patched out, yeah. right? Like shout outs to it, shout outs to Don making sure that people collect the bag, dude. Oh yeah, no, I'm not I'm not here to ruin anyone's bag. Screw that. Like No, there's a million dollar bag the money up there. Up. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like that's yeah, that's, if that's they life changing <laughs> money. You don't, if they you walk don't up snitch. to me with a bag, like put the money in the bag, I'd be like, You got it, sir. Like, <laughs> yes, right. You no problem. A million dollars right away. <laughs> uh, that's not I will not they deny do this, man. I really hope they poach this I really hope they patch this after you when you vote. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like dang. Uh so you know, Rashid. <laughs> what a character. She, why is he practicing on Lily though? Like it just it Being feels like years, wind on wind you know? crime is like so disrespectful in this community, dude. That is disrespectful. <laughs> it's awful. Horrible. I hate it. I hate it so much. But yeah, uh Rashid's inside of the game. You know, he's a really popular character. A lot of people are playing him. Uh he is, yep. like you said, Don, really buggy. Can't stress that enough. Yep. Um, but he is also like really I know I already said it, but really, really popular. If you play ranked right now, you're pretty much only going to be seeing Rashid's. Uh, you're not really going to see anybody else who, unless they may be possibly practicing some of their stuff now at this point. Like, what is Evo is next weekend? Evo is uh, like this upcoming weekend. weekend. Yep. Yeah. So yep. it's one of those situations where it's like, I hope you understand the matchup. I hope you're ready for the matchup. And if you're not ready for the matchup, just I hope that you were able to set up a refund three weeks ago before Evo's yeah. closed out yeah. refunds, dude. <laughs> my 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 honest advice, if if you're going to Evo and you're nervous about fighting Rashid, uh, is just remember that you're more practiced with your character than they are with Rashid. Yeah. So I think honestly, like honest advice, I think you're going to be fine yeah because um no one who entered like competitive mindset thing no one that enters a tournament enters a tournament with the intention to play the best they've ever played in their entire life exactly your your goal is to play anxious enough to where your, your muscle memory can take over and and carry you throughout the tournament so like if you are not searching to Rashid, I think just stick with it. If Rashid's there, don't worry. Like you'll just body every Rashid. And remember that like Johnny Donuts is going to be your opponent for the majority of the tournament. Yeah, and right? if you like, don't know how to fighting... punish like uppercuts, you've yeah. already lost. So why yeah. are you mad? Just play your game. Yeah, just play your game. Right? Like don't be nervous about Rashid. Just play your game. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which brings us, I believe, to one of our final topics of the day, which I'm personally very, very excited to talk about. Uh, we were going to do an Evo recap, everybody. The reason why we had our cameras on yet again is because this is an Evo episode. We have this whole little like kind of tradition that we're starting, which is every single time we talk about Evo, that's going to be the main cast. But this year, this Evo, there's actually something a little bit bigger than Evo for us to talk about. And that is yeah. actually going to be Project L. Um, yep. They have officially told us that this year at Evo 2023, Project L will be playable for everybody yep. and anybody who happens to attend. Uh, we got some footage about Project L. Uh, we got some footage of actual Project L gameplay. This is the very first public showcasing of 
full gameplay of what the game looks like. Um, they showed off a, a multitude of mechanics inside of the game, and they showed off some characters that we've already seen, but we saw so much more. We got to see supers. We got to see assists. We actually got to see the handshake tags. And for the yep. next part of this, where literally the, the rest of this podcast is just going to be a Project L roundtable. So if you were yep. only here to hear about like, oh yeah, what's up with Evo? What's up with the news? You're done. It's over. The next almost 40 minutes of this podcast are going to be dedicated to Project L. And of course, we happen to have one of the developers, a gameplay, uh, gameplay assistant, Yay. gameplay developer, gameplay QA, basically quality assurance for Project L. It was gameplay tester, Yahozi here. And we're That's going right. to be getting her exclusive thoughts on this. So obviously, I want to start off by just saying again, Don, thank you so much for, you know, talking to us on this podcast this exact yeah, platform you know? <laughs> it's, i mean it's duh. partially my podcast duh. so yeah what it's else? literally How's your it podcast duh, but thank you oh again. my god and, yeah of course, i know you course. have i know i just want to talk about like this very first event that happened here we had a bunch of people at this event that were actually uh they've announced it and they've talked about it we had people yep. like kizzy k we had people like um Justin Wong, Maximilian, to Kill Sage, Sonic Fox have all talked about how they're at attendance. Uh, Romola was a Rom I, I'm mispronouncing her yeah, name. Romola. Yeah, yeah Romola no, was there as well, and they all came out with videos immediately after the embargo was up, being like, "Yep, I was there. Right, it flew me out. We covered the game. I'm excited." Yep. And even more importantly, they did officially announce that Project L will be playable at Evo with these three characters, yeah. a secret fourth character that we will not be disclosing yep. on this podcast obviously but yep. so so don let's talk about let's talk about some of the gameplay behind it let's I, do it you are actually one of the players inside of this gameplay that was released to influencers i was not one of those influencers uh but i am receiving this uh footage courtesy of the maximilian youtube channel as well as the kill sages twitch channel where he was dissecting some of the footage your username on here is one two three four 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 oops talk to me uh, so uh when we make a, a riot account an internal riot account um they were just like yeah just put whatever for the username because every username it's like like in discord you know well before they changed it you know how it was like number yeah. blah 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 and you could have whatever they're like yeah just put whatever you want there and so i'm like cool i'll just put whatever i want so i just put a one two three four one two three four one two three four one two three four uh and everyone else is like well why did you put your name as that like i'm apology man and i'm yonoid and i'm fun tax like <laughs> yonoid is is nerdash's online tag sometimes and like uh oops uh, so now people think that Jin is in the game uh who is a league of legends character yeah. who like references that and i'm like no i'm just dumb like Listen, no speculation on is or is not, but I'm just a dumb person and I just put one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, because they put literally put anything there, whatever. It doesn't matter. So I was like, okay, sure, fine. Got um, it. Let's do this so thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. So I'm one, two, three, four in these clips. Uh, you know, I'm playing Ari usually most of the time. Um, who's my current main in the game. So yeah, that's 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 the stuff. The end. That's the story. There's yeah, no, no, there's no Jen inside of the game. The whole thing about Jen is he's an assassin who, like, literally sure. is trying to keep tempo and time because he also plays piano. Yep. He works inside yep. of Common Time, which is four out of four. So the whole thing is one, two, three, four, and inside of League of Legends, yep. that fourth shot is a crit shot. It does the most damage. He can only keep up to four shots in general before he has to reload. It's a whole sure. thing. So it's like that is a. It was unfor. It was an unfortunate developer. No, I think it's a. For it's a very fortunate thing because it's very funny 
it is it's really very funny. funny i'm not gonna lie um, to you it is really funny but um but but yeah so so this gameplay footage is is me apology man nerd josh and fun tax mm -hmm. we're the gameplay analyst team um again just a reminder for those who aren't regular listeners kind of what we do it's our job to make sure that anything that is released is balanced and isn't like ridiculously broken yeah um and uh in general like we debate on what mix-ups are cool and what are not cool that's cool um in addition we also do like qa things that like only fighting game pros would do which is like yeah like did when you do x and y on the exact same frame then you know this weird situation happens so that that's kind of what what we do and what our job is Vibes. um so yeah more than happy to talk about whatever we want to talk about with this game mainly the fact that it's at freaking evo which is mind-blowing i'm so uh, i'm so surprised yeah. that a build was able to come out in turn and time for evo because that's really difficult to hit especially with timelines in general um yeah. before we get too far into it i do want to just yeah. encourage all of our viewers to go ahead and check out because i actually came out with a little video a cute little oh my god please Please fit oh, no. me. Oh, it's no. all, I'm so big. No, I just leave it. This is I'm great. So this is perfect. Uh, oh, now. oh my That's god. That's right. This is perfect. Don't change a thing. Don't change a thing. This is amazing. Why is it this like is this? It for for our audio listeners, uh, I, we were looking at a giant stretched <laughs> image of Sharpie's face. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I worked really, really hard uh, on this video that I made right here of like, um, I, I make little explanation videos. So I made a little video explaining how it's like going to be playable at Evo and all this yep. cute little stuff. And I do it all to like cute little songs that I think our listeners would enjoy. Specifically this time I use Bill Withers. So I was really excited about it uh, before it got all stretched out. You can check it out on my YouTube, TikTok, uh, x.com, formerly twitter.com. That's right. X.com's only <laughs> or or my Instagram. Um, and and just you'll hear the you'll hear the brief notes of it. But I did just want to shout that out, especially since I won't be at Evo. Um, and the other thing I wanted to go ahead and go over before we get too far into it is so this isn't the first Project L video we've gotten. You know, we've gotten Project right. L videos earlier, as you're obviously yep. familiar with, Yahozi. Uh, Tom and uh, I believe Tony actually came live and talked previously about the gameplay a little yep. bit and gave us an idea, firstly, that it is going to be free to play, which is awesome. Yep. Super excited to hear that. But most importantly, one of the important things here is that they're actually, they announced inside of this most uh, recent video is that you can actually play 2v1 or 2v2 if yep. you so choose yeah. so right here we have an example of 2v2 which i expect most people will be playing but we do also have uh we do also have the ability to select 1v2 as well as shown yep. right here so you can see that there's one controller and then two people but the thing i want to talk about right now is 2v2 Sure. Um, yeah, let's talk. There are no custom assists inside of the game. Now, I come from Skullgirls, nope. right? And a big issue yep. that I had with Dragon Ball Fighters was there was no custom assists. And I was, sure. I think, very visibly frustrated by the fact there are no custom assists when I was first reacting to it, when Sean originally said, oh, yeah, they're not going to be custom assists. They're static assists. And so my thing here, right, is that I feel as though it takes away from a certain level of the game because you can't be as nuanced or as 
um, specific as you like inside of it, right? But we did get actual footage of what that assist page looks like. There's double down assist, there's 2x assist, which my face is blocking a little bit. So you can like, uh, this, this allows your partner to do uh, I believe yeah. different kinds of assists when they actually come in as well. Do you want to talk very briefly so, about it? So yeah, the game has two types of assists. Uh, you have a forward assist and a back assist with every character. Um, the assists sometimes have uh, are moves that they use on point, and sometimes they're not. Like Ari is one where she shoots the orbs down. That's not really one that she uses on point. Not like that. Um, that's her back assist, and then. In addition to having a forward and back assist, which you have no matter which fuses select, there's four fuses. So there's Fury, there's uh, 2x assist, there's freestyle, and there's double down. Mm. And each one of those enables different types of team play. So you can do, uh, like, let's say you choose 2x assist. Well, that allows you to use two assists in a row instead of one assist, right? But if you do, it has a slightly longer cooldown. There's another fuse type called freestyle where you can handshake tag back and forth twice. Um, there's another fuse style called fury where you get additional damage uh, when you're damaged and you, al you also get a one-time use dash cancel with each character. So it's the fuses are more related to the team play mm -hmm. and then the two assists, you're right, they are locked in stone so there's no custom assists. Um, you just use one or the other depending on the situation in the game. Do you um, think that there is a possibility of any additional assist types or do you think the the gameplay that we got is the gameplay that we got for the evo build specifically right like you mean uh, additional fuses or additional assists additional assists type uh no no i don't think so i i think that what we got is what we got in terms of assists well specifically we'll assist for the evo build right now is what we're talking about right i'm not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, down yeah. in the future or anything like that just yeah totally totally so at Evo, it's going to be back assist and forward assist. Yeah. Now, I know that there's also something that I know you were willing to go ahead and cover for our listeners <laughs> and our viewers on YouTube as well as on Spotify, which is the actual button layouts that we have yep. here. So do you want to go ahead and walk us through what the actual controls of the game look like? Yeah, so it's uh, the top row. So one, you're going to have the choice at Evo to play on uh, either controller or stick, whatever you want. Um, and we're going to just go over stick because that's what I play on. I normally play hitbox, actually, but I, I had to learn stick for Evo. So um, it's on the top row, it's L and then M and then H. So that would be uh, light, medium, heavy, where normally it you know, light punch, medium punch, heavy punch, that is LMH. Um, and then on the bottom row, you have S1, which is special one. You have S2, which is special two. And then you have um, uh, assist, which is uh, assist. So Sharpie, it's actually the... the well, I'm going <laughs> to try to direct you. So far left side, right? Other side. So I know what it looks like. <laughs> I know, but you're you're looking. Oh my god, know, that's yeah. right. I am there backwards. You go. There you go. Okay, yeah, yeah sorry, you're sorry, backwards. Sorry. Yeah. So I was so, starting so on the wrong side. I'm sorry. This is light. light. That's light. This is medium. I'm doing all this backwards, everybody. I'm sorry. No, that. <laughs> this okay. is light. We'll, we'll do... That's medium. Maybe maybe and medium. That's heavy. that's heavy. And then on the bottom left, that's S1. S2 and then assist. Yeah. So LMH assist, S1, S2 assist. So uh, the way that the game works is it is um, basically dial a combo on the top, LMH. You can scale up. That's pretty traditional to how Marvel and anime games work. Um, on the bottom, there are no complicated inputs. So there's no motion inputs. Mm. It is all simplified inputs. So it's like forward S1, back S1, down forward S2 
back M, back down back M. It, every character has different moves. Um, when you're actually at Evo, there's going to be a move list at every cab. Nice. So you can just reference that. But in general, it's LMH, S1, S2, and Assist. So I guess my additional question is when you say there's not going to be any complicated um, inputs, typically that still means that there's going to be things like quarter circles inside of the game. Does this game utilize quarter circles or what are known as dragon punches or Z motions at all? Nope, none of that. Just There's, forward, uh, back, so up, down. Forward, back, up, down. There are supers that are down, down, S1 and down, down, S2. Uh, and down, down, S1, S2, which okay. is um, level two. So there's level ones, two level ones and one level two. Okay. Uh, that is the only quote unquote motion input, but it's not a quarter circle, no half circle, no DP, none of that. It's all simple inputs. Cool. Um, and, and, and by the way, like one thing I want to say is that like Project L is not a baby game, mm -hmm. as I like to call it. It is really it's a really freaking hard game. Um, so just because the inputs are simple, don't mistake that with like executional difficulty. Uh, this game is hard and it's hard on purpose. It's very Marvel like in that respect. So if you're coming in expecting like Street Fighter Modern mo Mode or Grand Blue simple inputs, um, this game is extremely execution intense. So just be ready for that and, and be ready to need a lot of time on that game to actually get good at it that's that's my intention it's actually really interesting that you said that because i believe sonic fox actually tweeted out something they said something along the lines of even though the inputs are very very simple this game is yeah. incredibly complex and very very layered yep. something along those lines i'm obviously paraphrasing because i don't have the exact tweet but yeah. i like you stated you said that's by design obviously the two founders of this um, and this is where I very briefly want to go into some fabled history with the game. Sure. Uh, this game comes from the original team of the founders of Evo, which is Tom and Tony Cannon, as well. Yep. Seth Killian was previously working on this project when it was called Rising Thunder, previous to the Riot IP being in on this and Riot purchasing it. Um, yep. I know that Rising Thunder had its own listing of fans. Most notably, Sonic Fox was also very interested in that game, and they spoke very publicly about how much they enjoyed the franchise. In addition, there has been another game publicly made by a developer who previously worked on Skullgirls that has also come out and stated that it will be a 2v2 based kind of fighting game type thing. Do you know the game that I'm talking about? I believe it's called... Um, I'm not remembering what the game is named. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Which one you're so that about, game, yeah. right. Do you feel as though this idea of two people controlling two characters is something that we're going to start seeing in more specifically fighting games now coming out from fighting game developers inside of the space? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that making uh, so right now development wise right like street fighters whole thing is that it's accessible and easy to play mm -hmm. uh grand blues thing is that it's accessible and easy to play strives thing is that it's accessible and easy to play mm -hmm. um i think what it, the whole reason why this game became a team game in general right and and again i'm relatively new to the team of so course. this is me yeah. more regurgitating some lore is that uh riot's taking a big bet right on that like hey a hard as hell team game can do well in 2023 mm. like it, it we don't have to overly simplify yes there are simple controls or simple motions and not not actual motion inputs but the game is hard yeah. right and it's a 2v2 game and a marvel game with the intention to be like yo like 
you better in order to pilot this stuff and do well like you have to be really good at the game and it's the spectacle of that um i don't expect games to lean into team games or 2v2 um there's a reason why games generally don't do it and it's because it's extremely hard and it took riot a long time to get it right yeah. right like this game's been in development for like seven six years or seven years yeah. yeah seven years now so like it took a long time for them to get to this level to getting to release a demo at evo and they want to make sure that 2v2 is at parity with 1v1 and 1v2 right um it's it's hard to get right and you need to take big bets and that's Riot's big bet, and I would not expect other developers to to follow suit. It's it's a tough thing to to follow up with, right? Of like, yeah, and it it fits the Riot IP so well, right? Like blaming your teammates is like what we do, right? That was a Isn't lot that, of the comments the that was, I saw underneath yeah. the official like announcement video was Riot. Thank you so much for giving us a way to blame our teammates, even inside of a fighting game. You oh know? yeah, uh, no problem. There were a lot of really good memes too that I want to shout out. I think one of my favorite memes was like an always sunny meme of the characters Mac and Charlie beating up on kids, and it being yeah, like Justin yeah. Wong and Kizzy K, Kizzy K duo queuing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and like one thing I want to say too is that duo duoing in this game is actually really fun. Mm. Like it's it's way more fun than you think. And if you're someone that is like, oh, you know, the only reason I play fighting games is so I don't like be with teammates. Uh, my recommendation would be give it a try because I thought I was the same way. It turns out I just love fighting games. Yeah. Like two v two is actually a lot of fun, and that's not just because they pay me to play this game. <laughs> so one of the cool things that we did have here uh, was actually we got to talk not just to yourself. Obviously, that the gameplay we yeah. showed earlier was from the influencer event where you were playing and teaming with people inside the community. But we actually got to see some of the developers faces yep. that were actually publicly a part of it we saw pat the flip a very well-known anime fighting game player we got to meet caroline who uh, was yep. introduced to us by draggles the community manager as the person currently working on the champion designs for Alawi. we got to meet max and we also got to meet dread who are both members of the team and we obviously yep. saw unconquerable as well as clockwork who are both very well known inside the traditional fighting game uh, community now the reason i'm a, i'm reason the reason i'm sharing this is because this was actually the very first public footage of the game actual public gameplay that was posted of project yep. l um outside of the influencer event so if you haven't had a chance to go over to the riot youtube page i would highly recommend taking a look at the developers playing because you get an understanding of what this game will look like at tournament setups right um yeah. one of the things i wanted to talk very briefly about here is obviously this gameplay is not like made by pros you know like this this exact sure. gameplay is not professionals in fact I, sure. as much as i respect pat i still wouldn't call him a pro you know what i mean right. like we're right. we're more of i would say connoisseurs right and we're like creators inside of this community yeah. right yeah and, and pat uh one of the the fun things about this job or the interesting things is you have to figure out how to believably downplay your skill level <laughs> so we'll just we'll just say that out loud as an interesting part of the job that that Pat may or may not have done here. So you just mean like <laughs> when he got happy birthday in like the first couple of seconds of all of this, you don't think? Yep. <laughs> yep. No. Yeah. That, you know, that's that's definitely not him playing at his his optimal best. We'll put it that way. You gotta you gotta <laughs> have fun for the job. Like at a certain you point, do. you gotta have fun. And I I remember um, privately speaking to some Skullgirls developers who were very very excited about Indivisible. And one of the very first public statements that they gave was that we are so excited to be working on non fighting game so that the entirety of 
of our then team at Lab Zero can all actively like participate in it because fighting games sure. are very decisive. And it's like if you don't know fighting games, it can be very hard for you to get into it. But seeing so many people that personally I just don't recognize inside this community still being able to have fun, like sure. spoilers, Max and Dread do an amazing job inside yeah. of this showcase, you know? Yeah, no, it's it's actually kind of crazy watching four people have fun playing a fighting game together because like a lot of times usually even two people can't have fun playing a fighting game yeah. you know and like that's the power of duos you know it's just it's oh no just i was a... getting hype watching this footage i was like hey yo is that a did you just do a landing grab there and also just i want to say i just want to say for the record darius's range terrifies me inside of some of yeah. this gameplay it scares me obviously everybody this is not final footage or anything like that this is clearly just an early look at the game and an early demo and version of the game i'm sure yep. like talking too much about specific attacks and ranges and everything like that is a lot at this stage in the game i'm just very happy that we're even getting the opportunity to play it to be honest sure. with you yeah and if you have any questions on any specific characters like more than happy to dive in too because like yeah. i know these characters like the back of my hand at this one point one of the things i actually wanted to talk about was some of the advanced mechanics that we briefly alluded to before even though we have simple yep. um simple very very simple controls inside of here the first of which i want to talk about is push blocking inside of this game uh Yep. And that was actually, I'm getting this knowledge from the Kill Sage, who went on a very, very, very in-depth process of everything that he learned while he was there with Sonic uh, going over the game. But one of the things that he was discussing, and I'd love to hear your synopsis on, is the idea of push blocking not yep. actually being necessarily a, um, like in other games, specifically in anime fighting games, you have to press double P while blocking in order to get that push block out. But what he describes it more as is like, push blocking on the defense instead of you moving your opponent further away it actually pushes yeah. you back so that you still so, keep the advantage so talk to me yeah so there's there's uh two main defensive mechanics in this game it's retreating guard and push block mm. right uh the other one is parry so say there's three primary defensive mechanics uh retreating guard push block and parry uh retreating guard is the only meterless option although Parry is in a way we'll we'll get there. Um, so retreating guard, you press L plus M or your dash macro back, and your character retreats back. Uh, when they're retreating backwards, so this really only has an effect mid screen, except it has effects in the corner, but more for like anti fuzzy protection for advanceable play, um, which I don't think we can get into. But there there is a legitimate use in the corner. Um, the way it works is you move away from the opponent, but as you do, you're vulnerable to lows. So let's say an opponent is pressuring you with a normal LMH. Well, you can retreating guard and get the hell out of there, right? And then you're out of range of the M and the H, and then you can punish. Mm -hmm. um, but if they do like a jab and then they run forward and do like a crouching M, then they're going to catch your retreating guard because as you do it, you're vulnerable to lows. Um, that's the the main defensive mechanic. Then there's push block, which is get the hell off me, which costs a bar, which yeah. is literally like I am pushing you and the assist to the other side of the screen. Please get the hell off of me. Like I want you nowhere near me and I'm willing to spend a bar to do it. I'm going to interrupt you here because I'm really yeah. happy you talked about the bars. First of all, one of the things sure. that a lot of people probably notice um, is that there are actually two active bars 
end the gameplay. I'm going to go ahead and full yep. screen it right here, but you can actually see both those bars. Obviously, we have the meter at the bottom for each different character. So each character has their own meter. Meter is not shared. Mm -hmm. And then at the very, very top, we have what I would consider to be uh, typically inside the Skullgirls meter, we we call that the undizzy bar, right? But obviously inside this game, it's something else. So talk to me about what that mysterious third meter underneath everybody's health actually does there. Yeah, so the third meter right now is just used for what we call dynamic save. So uh, as you take damage and as time progresses, you get meter towards this dynamic save bar. And when it's at full, you pretty much get a burst. It's like Guilty Gear in, in that regard. Um, at the moment, it is only used for dynamic save. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it it's pretty limited in its applications, but it's still really important to keep an eye on because baiting dynamic save will probably win you the game. For real. Uh, it's a really big deal. Yeah, because dynamic save, for those who don't know what burst is, it basically your, your uh, assist comes on screen and says, I will free you from this combo. Um, and then you burst the opponent off of you, right? But the thing about dynamic save is that if you block dynamic save, then you actually get a fat combo. Like they bounce off the wall and this effect happens and you you get wombo combo. Oh, wow. Um, so it's, it's pretty scary when you decide to do it like if they block it the game might actually just end um and you are right that there are two separate meters yeah. so every every character has their own meter that they spend on their own defensive mechanics or supers there was one other thing that i wanted to talk about that wasn't really covered and if you can't talk about it let me know it's cool sure. uh there seemed to be like a final uh you know what i'm talking about right when there was only one character. yeah the last band yeah what's that about i didn't actually see any influencers talking about it and it feels weird yeah, to call so... fighting game players influencers, honestly, but <laughs> it felt so dirty coming out of my mouth. Dude. It's, so, it's so funny. Like when they were like, so what do we call the, you know, do we call them influencers? God, do no. we call them? And we're like gamers, like nerds, goons, yeah. like we'll call them, you know, uh, no. So that is what's called the last stand. Uh, so when your assist is dead and you're below 50% health, you get access to what is called a last stand. Mm. And a last stand is every 10 seconds, you your assist comes out and they do a super. Oh. So they you literally get an assist that does a super for free on a button. And that's to enable comebacks. It's to allow people to do um, some kind of broken and nasty things. Some of them are better neutral. Some of them call out projectiles. Some of them are DP. Well, actually, none of them are DPs. But like they all do specific things um, in the game that are like, yo, this is like a super, super. This is some um, like sick Echo. stuff, dude. Yeah, like Echo does his uh, down down S1 as his last stand assist. Uh, Ari does her down down S2 as a last stand. So you literally just get a button to press and you get a super. Um, keep in mind that when you're in duos, uh, your duo, which, which we should probably talk about the way that duelist play works also, the, the, the partner gets the ability to choose the last stand. You don't get to call the assist. The partner is the assist. So I so think they, now is a really good time to actually talk more about the way that yeah. it will work when we have obviously one person controlling each player and what that kind mm -hmm. of looks like and the control scheme and what that looks like for the assists and stuff. Why don't you go ahead and take lead here, mm -hmm. Don, like I've been allowing you to do? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no worries. I mean, I live and breathe this game every day. So, <laughs> She's like, this is uh, just my 9 to 5. <laughs> this is literally just my 9 to 5, yeah. Um, it, although we're on, we're on gamer hours, so it's a little later than that. But uh, yeah, so the way that dual play works in terms of like who calls an assist, who does like these types of actions, is that in general, you are in control of your character, right? So if you're on point, the uh, person in the back actually calls the assist for you. 
Meaning that right now, like on screen, we have uh, Vinith playing Echo, or actually Funtax playing Echo also, and then Darius, who is Yonoid, which is Nerdjosh, uh, he controls this character. So when he presses the assist button while off screen, Darius comes in and does the assist. It, you are not in control of the other character whatsoever. Mm. So what that means is that you have to be talking with your with your assist with your ally right and working as a team and knowing like okay like as the person off screen when do you press that assist button like are you in tune with the person running point right now and know when you should assist and when you should not assist or when to combo and not combo um it's it's really important to to have that connection with each other to know when to call assists and like a lot of people hear that and they're like well isn't that just worse than like one person calling assists because no. then you you give up control and the answer is no for for two reasons one as we dig in and as like we begin to dissect the game more we're realizing and, and it's funny watching top level play is that you're super predictable when you're piloting two two characters at once. Yeah. You would be shocked at how good assist calls are when you're off screen and someone else is only dedicated to pressing assists, mm -hmm. right? It's it's really cool watching that whole dynamic unveil. And so, you know, you're in control of handshake tagging, you're in control of of everything. You, basically, you're in control of your character. You're piloting that character. Um, when it comes to handshake tagging, it's the person that is in that decides to go out. So the, you can't just like ambush and take over the person in front. But everything else in terms of who's controlling what is completely independent. So let's go ahead and get into something else that I want to talk about at the game, which is that obviously there's only three characters that we can showcase right now. Once again, I'm not yep. going to prompt you for that fourth character. We're not going to character yep, yep. guess, even you though that was it. something you said you were comfortable doing. I don't want to waste time yep. with that because it's pointless. Um, one of the things I wanted <laughs> to talk about is actually the fact that we have two of the same characters on the screen at certain points during the gameplay, but yep. they have alternate colors, right? Talk to yeah. me into uh, kind of like what we can expect to see mm -hmm. for different costume designs. Is that something you're able to kind of talk about right now for palettes and so stuff? That I, that I don't actually know. I know what I can talk about is that there are 10 chromas okay. per character. So uh, there's 10 skins basically per character. Uh, each one's really cool. They look awesome. Uh, at Evo, you're going to be able to choose between all 10. Awesome. So no worries. There's not going to be like, well, you get one and you get two. Like, no, we're opening them all up and they all look really freaking cool. Really, really excited for that. Is there maybe a, a, pr a favorite like color scheme that you have for any of the characters? I hate to be lame, uh, but I always play default. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually playing default in this clip. I play default. Don, I sorry, don't know girl. if I can have you on this cast anymore, girl. I'm sorry, sorry girl. you're disappointing anime fighting game players everywhere. All of our Melty Blood listeners just turned off the cast. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, what do you mean? You don't, you don't, you don't claim a color. You're not color 17 and a half. What's wrong with you? I, you know it's, that it's disappointing to say the least. And everybody, I want to apologize on behalf of the entire anime fighting community for that sentence that listen, Don just said. I, <laughs> listen, I like playing default because that color can never be up in the rafters. Okay, you, know? you got it. You got it. You got you know, it. You like, imagine, imagine being like, yeah, I play Potemkin, I play Red Potemkin. Like, everyone would be like, ugh, like, that color's in the rafters. Well, That's fab. Like, about, you can't be fab. Think about, think about, like, uh, Ken in Black is a very famous, like, Street Fighter player from my region. He played Third Strike. Mm -hmm. His name is Ken in Black because he used the black palette for Ken. And he yeah, used the black like, G every single Like, it was literally his name, Ken in Black. Yeah, but, like, I, I don't want to... 
I just don't want my color to be up in the rafters. I don't want someone to be better at me at my color. Okay, you know? fair, fair, fair. So I guess players that. are all over that stuff too. Like, yes, uh, like, yeah. there's, like there's colors yeah. that you cannot pick competitively because of like, I don't want to deal with that. I play default. I like the default colors. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. Really good to know. I know uh, not a lot of people have been like super public, so that's awesome to just sure. go ahead and confirm. Uh, of the three play three characters that we've had so far, is there a character that you're really personally enjoying? Like, I know obviously inside this gameplay, you played God, Ari. All so good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, the, I played Ari in this version. Yeah, it. They're all so good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like are. that's the thing. Like they're all just so fun. They look really um, good. They look really fun. Like and the seeing the final. Um, I I call them VFX inside of this game, and I know that's like the technical yeah. term of it, but it's basically like the video effects and the particle sure. effects as they are finished inside of this game look absolutely beautiful. Like which is exactly what I thought the very first time I got to see it at Evo last year when I got yeah. invited to that Riot showcase, which I've talked about previously but don't have any videos because we weren't allowed to film but it's sure. it's amazing the way they polished the game truthfully it really is that polished now yeah it, it was really interesting as a player like watching everything come together in the final hour or two before we published the evil build yeah. like things just kind of flew together um which is really cool but like it, it also means that there's like we're, we're not at the ceiling yeah. i think in terms of how this game could look which is really cool oh, for sure uh, like we're yeah like it it still has a lot more to go um but yeah in terms of like the characters themselves like i i really do enjoy playing all of them mm -hmm. my team right now is is what i call darius mm. which is darius and ari uh which is actually the team that i think i'm playing right now not Arius? On this one. you don't call it Arius? no not Ari. no because it's darius you know it's darius look at me then, I'm, wouldn't I'm it be dari right no darius d-a-h-r-i-u-s darius Darius runs a show, all right. Look at me. Boo, Look at me. I'm carrying Vinith. I'm carrying Vinith right now. Boo. Look at me. I just, I just want to say for the record, I do not appreciate that horrible punny name. That was. What do you mean? It was that's, bad. It's bad. Perfect. It's bad. I don't like it. It's, it's perfect. A, it's a, you're telling me we got, we got maximum dread, and I have to hit here to Darius the same name. Uh, boo. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, it's Darius. What, what do you mean? That's perfect. Bro, what else would you Noxus, call it? Noxus would be so disappointed. Noxus would be so Screw disappointed. Noxus. Screw Noxus. I definitely am an expert on League lore, so you know. Oh, no, I'm uh, actually an expert in League lore. I've been playing League of Legends since the lore tab was removed, so... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I... I am not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I am an expert. So, they pay me to play the game, not to know the game. So there are two characters specifically yeah. that have like insane lore with uh, Darius, right? And that's yeah. uh, Draven. And mm -hmm. um, I, I want to say there's somebody else in Noxus that has it. And I can't remember who it is off the top of my head right now. Um, but, but the reason why is because both uh, Darius and draven existed inside of like the battle clan of noxus which for people who may have watched arcane you got to see a brief glimpse it's like the war torn areas of noxus where like the winners are just sure. bloody and victorious and they just indulge in anything they want because they can because they are literally war soaked right uh noxus yeah. is really really against demacia they're consistently at war with demacia so they're at war with garen and lux and the like, right? And then you have people yeah. like uh, Ezreal, who even though they are Demacian, they go into, um, starts with an S, uh, Shra, 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 I'm forgetting, uh, Shuruma, basically to go examine things with like Zillion and the like, right? But anyway, the point of all of this is to say that Darius is a warrior, 
if if we get Darius, I would highly, highly be excited to see other like Noxian characters inside of the game just because of the lore and the interaction that you have with characters like this. Uh, yeah. But especially one of the characters that they have talked very, very briefly about, which I'm not going to harp on. I'm not going to ask you anything about sure. it is I will just personally say I'm very excited to see a Lowie when we finally get to be when we finally get to see her gameplay. Yeah. Just because I know me and John, I'm actually going to show you very briefly right now, Don, but me and uh me and my fiance future husband john uh we used to play league of legends and we've played rune terra okay. and we play it together and the reason i bring yeah, it rune terra is really really good but the I reason i bring it up is because we actually have like we had art done of us together showing no way. yeah actually showing the both of us as our league of legends character so i mostly play like support and stuff so i mostly sit in the bot lane but i also just because uh, back in like season four season five season six the characters that had the most like ability to like steamroll a game early were in the bot lane or were in jungle because yeah. they had complete control of the game right but yeah. now obviously that's since changed support's not as like important as much because objectives have kind of changed focus and stuff but uh so we had this art done of me me as Braum, which was the character that I occasionally played with him, and he really likes Alawi. So when Alawi was announced, cute. I called him immediately, and I was like, "John, your character's in the game." He's like, "That's hype," and then he hung up on me. Uh -huh. that, that hype <laughs> click. He was like, "I know," and I was like, "What? What do you mean? You know?" He's like, "I have Twitter." <laughs> I was like. Quack you got me you know but um i just want to say like obviously don that brings us to the end of this segment thank you so much for like discussing sure. all of this with us we covered a lot we covered a yeah. lot a lot inside of project l and i just have to ask if you like have any final thoughts as it were about like where project l um stands right now in your mind and what you're excited to see inside of this uh future this future i would say evo play what are yeah. you most excited sure. because you will be there during evo weekend correct yeah so uh you know my overall thoughts on project l is i wouldn't be working on the game if i didn't love it mm. and i've thought a lot about and, and I'm, I'm probably going to release a youtube video on this after evo yeah. i'm kind of waiting for it to, to talk about it in depth but i think what like what i enjoy the most about project l is that it's like your friend excuse me you're 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 ripping like you are ripping on a guitar in this game like i feel like in street fighter it's very like much like a boxing match mm. like you're punching back and forth you're dodging you're weaving and product l like you're just like doing a sick ass guitar solo at each other and it's like like you're just cooking and it's a lot of fun it looks and really fun i'm incredibly disappointed i wasn't asked to play but i'm a very bad video game player so i get it and i do just want to take this opportunity really quickly before we go into the final credits of this cast to say um if there are any writers that I know who are actually on the development team that are responsible specifically on the community management or marketing aspect of this, please know that I am very, very interested in this game. I would highly, <laughs> highly, highly appreciate an opportunity to either commentate it or even just play the open beta, as it were to seem. But, you know, uh, <laughs> just putting that out know. there. <laughs> I'll let him know. Uh, but yeah, like I, I my final thoughts are I love this game. This game is sick. I really, really, really enjoy playing it, and I don't enjoy playing a lot of games out there right yeah. now, which is like to me speaks volumes it into does. what I enjoy. And uh, yeah, Evo is right around the corner. Like it'll be next weekend. But it, for those that are listening, like fresh, um, come to the booth. I'll be at the booth playing the game and showing it off, and 
enjoying it with everyone else. So yeah, yeah. take some pictures with Dawn at the booth, not when she's just relaxing and chilling at the venue. You know, post it to us using hashtag FGCcast, and you may see your uh, pictures posted inside of the video episode of our podcast. Yeah very next weekend which by the way everybody thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of fgc cast this has been episode number 10 uh and we are actually releasing this a little bit early in order to actually get it out in time for evo i just wanted to go ahead and announce a couple of things the first of which is that stitcher will actually be discontinuing use of the platform so if we have any listeners who are listening on stitcher exclusively we highly recommend moving over to spotify youtube or the pandora application in order to listen to us uh, as it uh, stitcher is literally being closed so you are going to want to move over to sirius xm or spotify or youtube like i stated before and secondly i just want to announce a very uh, important announcement which is that don will be at evo 2023 yeah obviously working with riot who will be showcasing project l but even yep. more importantly we're going to have a very special post evo cast that will be coming right. out the very next week after Evo's done. So the two days after Evo is finished, we're going to have an I-exclusive version of this podcast hosted exclusively by Yahozi. It will be uploaded as per normal on our YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you get your favorite podcasts, except for Stitcher. And except for Stitcher. Except for whatever. Stitcher. And yeah, I just, I just, I'm sorry what are, about what that. Is, what, is, what is Stitcher? Stitcher is actually the world's oldest podcast application. It's literally really? been out since before 2008. It was one of the very first applications to be available for Android and iPhone that included the ability to actually listen to internet podcasts. Well, yeah, I'm looking it up now and good see a stitcher not for much longer not for very much <laughs> longer no unfortunately yeah. it was purchased i shouldn't say unfortunately like they're getting a bag but it was purchased by sirius xm and so uh, all the podcasts on there are being moved over to pandora and sirius xm exclusively um which i believe True. are paid services unfortunately i also want to apologize to any of our google podcast listeners i think there are like two of y'all out there and that's just because unfortunately like google messed up our new like rss feed which i had to remake and sure. because stitcher's getting rid of it and everything and i didn't want it to look weird on the pandora app so i remade it and i'm reposting them very very slowly but they're coming out um so it should be fixed by now you're gonna get new episodes and everything like that but i do just want to say thank you so much again for uh, your patience and supporting the podcast uh don any final thoughts before we end this episode with even more amazing fgc news uh play project l it's a good game play project l I, i'm sure you all i'm sure you all want to so come play project l well, Evo. you know honestly don i would be able to play it if i'd been invited to play that's the right game. that's right Along with I, <laughs> i'm not Sorry, got, i'm, I'm got, really got, happy i'm really happy i'm genuinely really happy for everyone that got invited i'm not i'm not i'm not mad i understand why i was invited i'm actually very happy i wasn't invited because it means that they acknowledge that i will not be competing in this game and i'll just be creating content around it which is good uh there you go because if i was competing in this game i wouldn't be able to be the exclusive commentator for this game i'm coming That's for your right. spot no, i'm yeah, you can come for my spot. I'm not competing in this game. I'm not able to. So there you go. Isn't that crazy that you can't compete and, and work on the game? I've never. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? 
I just I just come from Skullgirls where one of our lead developers was like also a top player, you know? Yeah, or like uh what was that the, <laughs> there was like a you know that Yomi the deck building game? Yes, yes, where they hosted, yes. They hosted a it, tournament it and at the top three was the developers and it had a pop bonus from the developers. It's so bad for yeah. optics, dude. It really does the, suck. But yeah, it's I will, the way I will it goes. not be competing in this game. I will just be working on it and making it good, which is better than anything I could have ever asked for. Yeah. So yeah. if the game's bad, just just at me. Don't don't give them the just, fodder. Don't give them the fodder. Dodge. Seven me. months from me. today, you I'll are going to be number. getting this clip. They're gonna be like, "Well, you told us to at you, Don." I don't. I don't understand. That's right. Yeah. Just just at me on Twitter because Twitter is no longer. How about that? Just at me on Twitter, and I'm off Twitter. I never look at that <laughs> website ever again. Yeah, yeah. No, we definitely read every single hashtag on Twitter. Dude. Oh yeah. Every single oh, one. Well, everybody, every thank you so one. much again for listening to the cast. And as always, gamers, see you offline. See offline, gamers. Literally. See you at Evo. <laughs> Evo's gonna be hyped this year. I hope so.